Welcome to the podcast of Inspiring Women in Hospitality. I'm Noreen Ahmed, your host. Each episode, I invite a woman from the hospitality industry to share her story with us, why she got into hospitality, her journey so far, her learnings, and who inspires her. On this episode, we hear from Tamina, recorded in November 2023. She started in hospitality at a very young age but she also kept her freelance experiences going alongside her career, which then enabled her to start her own business in hospitality tech focused on AI. Hello, everyone. Noreen here. Today, I'm with Tamina. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. (laughs) So tell us a little bit more about yourself. Yes, so uh, I'm Tamina and I am originally from Germany and I have been working in hospitality for many, many years and now started my own company in that field, even though we are expanding right now to other industries as well. But um, yeah, I've been working so long in hospitality in many different countries and a lot of different positions and yeah, had a long journey and I'm super excited to be here today. Amazing. So we'll be going into a bit more details about your journey in hospitality, but let's start at the beginning and let me ask you, why hospitality? So why hospitality was because I needed money when I was young. <laughs> um, I was 14, I think, 15, 14, uh, when I started to work as a waitress in a cafe in my hometown. And yeah, built myself up from there, actually. So you basically then just stayed in hospitality? Uh, yeah, it was always like, an easy to get job and I always like to work for myself and work as a freelancer on the side but this never made me a full-time income so this was like just a good job to um, make some money on the side and also like traveling is a huge part of uh, what I like doing and I could work everywhere in hospitality Um, and yeah that was the reason why I stayed there so long amazing so then, you know, you started your your job at 14, 15 as, as a waitress, and then you've obviously stayed in hospitality alongside. So tell us a little bit about that journey, uh, you know, about, you know, you, you've started at, you know, 15 in your hometown, but then tell us, you said you went to many different countries, different positions. Talk us through that journey. Yeah, so I obviously was in school when I started, and then when I had, like, my what in the US would be the high school diploma, I went to New Zealand. And actually there I didn't work as a waitress. I worked on a horse ranch there because we had horses when I grew up. (laughs) And um, yeah, when I came back to Germany, I started studying law and then business, but always worked also as a waitress on the side. So this was pretty a long uh, time that I just worked as a waitress. And then I got a very great opportunity when I decided I didn't want to study anymore because I wanted to do something like hands-on and learn something practical. I had a great um, opportunity to work as an assistant of a project manager who transformed a military basis 
an old German military bases into a like small resort a kind of thing. And from there, I learned everything. It was like the military bases and they transformed it basically from like being that to being a whole hotel resort with restaurant, with spa, with hotel. And I learned everything from the ground, how to build up housekeeping, what do you need, how to build a team and everything. That was like, I think the biggest learning I had and which still serves me um, a long way. And then I went to um Australia as well I went to the US and got a bartender degree and I went to Switzerland and worked there then as a receptionist and then as a assistant of the manager and yeah just uh got around a lot yeah that's incredible and I think that was one of the things that really i brings people together in hospitality is that desire to travel and go to all these different places so, you know, you're moving around a lot. What made you choose, like, you know, you want to go to New Zealand or Australia or the U.S. or Switzerland? Like, how did you make these choices of, like, your destination to go to? Yeah, actually, the funny thing about me is that when I was a child, I was the most homesick child that there was in the whole town I wouldn't even sleep at the neighbor's house if I knew my parents would be at home. <laughs> And then with 18, I decided from one day to another, I went to my parents and I said, I want to do a language course in Los Angeles. And they were like, what? I was like, yeah, I want to do that. And I worked for it. Uh, I had the money and I said, I want to do that. And that was the start. And then I meet, met all these amazing people and saw a different culture. I First time away from home was super hard, but it was also so much fun. And I really fell in love with traveling solo there because most of the time I travel solo because you meet like all the locals and stuff. And yeah, just from there, it just everything was falling into place. And I decided, well, hospitality is perfect for that. Yeah. Okay. That's a big, a big difference to go from like, yeah, being not wanting to stay away from your parents to like moving almost halfway across the world. Yeah. Um, and so you said you like to travel solo and that's how you meet, uh, meet people. Tell us a little bit about those experiences. Yeah. So Actually, when I went to New Zealand, I was with a friend. The first time I traveled solo was like early in the US. And but it was this school setup. So it was like not completely solo. I had like people who like helped me with everything. And then the first time I went completely solo was to Australia. I believe yeah, it was Australia. And I was there completely alone, find, had to find a job. But I also saw how easy it is to meet people if you're alone. That was like crazy to me because I always thought, oh no, when I'm alone, uh, no one will help me. But people are like super helpful and super nice if you're nice to them as well. And that was something I liked a lot. Also, Thailand was so amazing to me, how the people have so little and they are so grateful for just what they have. They don't complain. And I really like to see that. Um, away from like just um, being with a friend and partying all day or something like that. I always like to see the culture and uh, what's behind the country. And then going back to that first experience where 
which was pretty cool. I mean, turning military bases into these, you know, big uh, resorts. And you said you learned so much from there. And, you know, that, that still serves you. The one that I picked up on was like building a team. Um, share with us a little bit some of those learnings or experience from that experience. Yeah, so I was so lucky to have such a great mentor there who like just took me in. I was just a waitress before that. So she just she she gave it a shot and said let's do that and she was super impressed how organized I am which is a big plus for me and then it was like just so interesting to see how a person who knows so much and already had so many projects uh, to show me what to do and give me so much responsibility at the same time and let me research things on my own as well and let me like make suggestions how we could do things and then give me feedback on that. I just I got so much out of there also with like finding a good team which is obviously like a hard part of uh, like building something to find uh, people who can work together good and uh, build the team of housekeeping the uh, restaurant stuff was not not our responsibility that was like a different department but um, we all um, did the reception and um, yeah that was a big learning how to communicate with people and how to like read people a little bit because if you have never done that never like um, thought about that and then all of a sudden you have to like know if this person will be good in a job that was like very very um, interesting for me to learn that's incredible thank you so much for sharing that and even yesterday I was having another interview where she said that you know, one of her first roles, she had that really great mentor who really took her under her wing and, you know, really helped her progress and understand the business in a way. And I find that those who have those mentors really at the start of their career, it really helps them so much in terms of their own growth trajectory afterwards. Yes, that's absolutely true. I mean, until today, even if you want to grow, it's always better to have like someone who's uh, ahead of you. Also, if you like do anything, like if you want to learn a sport, it's always better to train with someone who's like better than you. You learn faster. <laughs> I always used to say when I, when I was building a team, you know, surround yourself by really excellent people, like really smart people, um, because and if they know more than you, that's even better. Right. Because that's everyone brings something to the table, right? So yes, definitely. Okay, so um, so kind of coming back to your career journey, you're now in Switzerland, you're working at a hotel. Uh, tell us what happened next. Sorry, can you say that again? <laughs> So going back to your career journey, uh, you I think the last where we left off was you were in Switzerland, you were working as at a hotel. Uh, what did you do next? Did you stay in Switzerland? Uh, did you go somewhere else? Uh, what did you decide to do with your career? Uh, yeah, so in Switzerland, I was the um, head of reception and um, helped the hotel a lot to build uh, a very good system to make more sales and all the online marketing. And I took uh, care of a lot of stuff there. And um, then I decided I wanted to leave hospitality for a moment. I wanted to do my own thing. I wanted to build my own company. And then I moved to Cyprus, where I am right now, and um, successfully built my company, which was 
not so easy how I thought it would be, but uh, I'm super happy that I took that decision, but um, I'm also happy that I choose to stay in the hospitality niche and now help more hotels to achieve success. Okay. Um, so then, you know, I completely agree. Building a business, building your own company is is not easy. Um, tell us a little bit about that journey and I guess how you came back to hospitality because you said you decided to leave, but now you're back in. So yeah, tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, it was a little bit of a journey. I had some savings. I was just like, no, I, I go now and I will build my company. I was all about AI and I worked as a freelancer for many years as well. Like besides the hospitality, so I can do web design, I can do marketing, I can do like a lot of things in a lot of niches. So I tested out a lot and I didn't want to be in hospitality anymore because I, you know how it is, like you don't just have good experiences working in hospitality. They are also the 16 hour shifts and like the guests were not so nice. And at some point I was just like, ah, I think I have enough of it. And then I moved here and I looked into different niches like real estate and other things, but um yeah, when I really started to reach out to people and had I had a great product, I was like, no, I want to go back to hospitality, actually, because I know so much about the industry. I know their problems and I really can help them better than other industries, probably. That's what I thought. And I just started reaching out to hotels, asked them if they would be cool with me helping them a little bit to implement AI for free in their hotels and they were all super nice and happy for me to take that so that's how I got like pretty fast back to hospitality but at some point I was a little bit like mm, I don't know but uh, now I'm happy that I I stayed <laughs> thank you so much for sharing that and I guess my next question will be is like how did you manage to stay freelancing in all these other areas whilst doing you know 16 hour shifts and you know the long the long days that one can have uh, when working in in hospitality yeah so like deciding if I want to work or sleep a little bit so I was lucky that in Switzerland I had two days off so that was pretty consistent uh, that was a good thing um, that I had that and then I just when it was a little bit quiet at the reception and I didn't have to do a lot of things I could work on some projects for my freelancing business there as well my boss was okay with that if everything is going well we are booked and the guests are happy if I do something else she didn't really care about that and then uh, also working uh, long nights uh, when I had to finish projects and I also built a network of freelancers who worked for me so if I had projects and I had people reaching out to me I also had a network uh, worldwide or I still have that where I could like give them the project and I then just uh, get a commission nice thank you so much and so you said you came up with a product that you then were then selling or offering to the hotels. How do you come up with a product and, and tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so it's not, it's more service than a product, okay. uh, I think. Um, it was supposed to be like a chatbot solution for hotels, like for getting leads, for uh, signing on more people, like a really big solution for them. 
But then I realized that it's very hard to communicate because there are a lot of crappy chatbots out there who do nothing. And as soon as they hear chatbot, they are like, no, because they don't understand what my different approach was. And then I realized very fast that they have very different needs and problems that can all be solved with AI. So I was um, creating then a service where they can um, buy different things or I will look into the hotel and they say, my biggest problem is that my stuff makes so many extra hours. Then I would go, okay, then let's work on a system, an AI system where we automate certain things for your employees so they can have more time off themselves. So it's not about replacing people. It's about taking work off their plate because we all know we all do extra hours in hospitality. Okay. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, I mean, if you look back in history, every time technology has advanced, it's about taking away those mundane tasks that, you know, that a machine or a computer or technology can do and then frees up time for the employees the people to to do other things and focus on other areas um and you know i think that's the way that i've always approached technology i mean it's enabled us to have this conversation here today you know without someone coming up with that idea or solution and you know we wouldn't have um done it um so i guess taking it a few steps back now how did you come up with the idea and, and I guess why AI and yeah tell us a little bit about your yeah your brainstorming I guess yeah so I've been looking to build my own company for many years like not just do the freelancing in all the areas but have a like legit business that I can scale to have like for the rest of my life uh, in the best case <laughs> and I never had like this idea or this opportunity where I could like check every mark like something that not everyone is doing like I could like do social media management for hotels but there are already so many agencies out there who do that and I never wanted to do something that is already super saturated and then yeah AI came around the corner and I was super excited about it and I tried it out and I tried so many different tools like Today, I probably tried 1,000 tools or more. And I was like always thinking how others can benefit from it and how many people like can make their lives easier with that and businesses. And that's that was just then, that was it. And I was just like, okay, that's it. Uh, let's go in there and let's learn, first learn, uh, because I started having paid customers only like a few months ago now because I wanted to learn everything out there and make sure I can really provide the very best service uh, in the industry and I think that was a very good approach to go absolutely and so did you learn how to do the coding itself for AI or are you using different tools that are the thousands of tools that you tried out so yeah, I, I learned a little bit of coding, but that was already before that. So, but I cannot like train a whole AI thing. That's not what I can, but I build a network with people who can do it, first of all. And uh, I learned a lot of no code tools. So also the clients can then use that. So 
we build the system, we give it to them and they can like just use it them, themselves. So they don't have to be a coder or anything. So that was important to me. Um, and I built more a network on learning what is possible. So I can like talk to clients and tell them what is possible and then have the execution with my team. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, obviously knowing how to do all the coding and things like that is fantastic. But I guess going back to what we were saying earlier, you know, having people who are super talented and, and know what to do and learning from one another, right? So. Yes, definitely. And if you want to grow, you have to have employees at some point anyway. So I was really focusing on my strengths um, and looked at where I need people who are better than me and ahead of me and leverage them for, for my company and it benefits them as well because they get paid. <laughs> Amazing. And so, you know, as you're talking to hotels now and you're saying, hey, I have this solution, like, what are you telling them? I guess, tell us a little bit about your sales pitch. Yeah, so I tried a lot of different approaches, like DMing, like going to hotels myself. And if I did that for free in the beginning of the year, I had a lot of success because who doesn't want to have free stuff? But when it came to, I want to get paid, I ran into a little bit of a problem because most people don't really even understand what it means when I say I have a solution for your problems with AI. So uh, my approach was to go to podcasts and go to events uh, especially events uh, and talk there about AI. And I was very lucky that I got one opportunity in Los Angeles, uh, which you already know. Um, and I had a panel there with three other guys who are very techy and know a lot of stuff. And um, yeah, it was a very great panel. And from there, I got my first very good uh, paying clients, which was super exciting for me. And I will definitely go down that road uh, talking more about it and educating the hospitality more about the opportunities. Um, even for free, I also do free AI consultations just to show them that it's not a scary thing and it doesn't have to be complicated um, and it can be super easy. And I think that's the first step I need to do to, um, yeah, give more knowledge about the topic so it doesn't seem so scary and complicated. Agreed. Uh, technology doesn't need to be. And so just going back to the one that you were on a panel. So were you with three guys and you were the only woman, three men and you were the only woman on the panel? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I, but I was very lucky. They were super complicated. Uh, they were like, they knew a lot. They are far more ahead than I am. I was like super scared, but they were so nice to me um, because they do panels a lot. And it was my first time, but they were so nice to me. And then the crowd, they asked a lot of questions. It was super interactive panel. That was really cool. And I was super worried. And they were a little bit complicated. When people ask questions, they always like, yeah, you can code that, you can do that. And then I always took a step back and I said, yeah, you could do that. But like, if you want to start small, you could just like open ChatGPT and just try it out. Just write a few prompts. You could do this, this, and this. And people really loved that easy approach that I had to just show them baby steps and not like the super big thing that you can do. Yeah, and I like how you're saying, you know, you've said over the last few you know, examples is about making it simple, making it easy. 
um, and explaining to the industry, you're absolutely right. We definitely need to get more knowledge about it and understand that it doesn't have to be scary or intimidating. You know, how are we going to leverage the technology to make our lives easier? Yeah. No, definitely. And that, that was my approach. And that was very successful. People like that. Um, so how are some of your clients using uh, the technology now? So through chatbots, <laughs> when I stopped uh, using the word chatbot, I said AI system or AI assistant or something like that. And then it got easier to explain. But at the end, it's a chatbot that is powered by AI and trained on the on the data. So you would have like a little icon that, that you just know from the chatbots, but you would have a real AI assistant behind that who knows everything about your hotel, who can like say at what rates they can book a room and what rooms are available and what rooms are good for families and what are their suggestions to for restaurants or um, even do upsells. Say if you like to hike, you, you could also book like the sauna in the evening and uh, stuff like that that's a big point and then the um employer onboarding is also a big thing that uh, hotels liked a lot so they don't have to like uh, tell them over and over again what they have to do we just have like also something like a chatbot where a new employer can just type in a question so i don't know i forgot where I can find this bottle of wine and then the bot would just say it's there and then they don't have to go to the manager for every small question, uh, which saves the manager a lot of time and nerves, <laughs> uh, which uh, they liked a lot. Yeah, I like that idea. Definitely about the for the employees, like where to go to ask the questions. Yeah, sometimes you don't want to bother the manager to say, OK, where is that wine or uh where do we store i don't know xyz the extra chairs and tables you know to know that when someone is coming to you that you can just find a solution quickly than trying to find a manager who may be across the other end of the room we're talking to a guest and you can't interrupt them so i like that one uh, so obviously you've done a lot. Uh, you've had a lot of work experience, uh, both working in hospitality, doing freelance along the side, and now you've started your own business. Uh, what are some of your, I guess, personal learnings that you can share with our listeners? Yeah, definitely. I learned to work hard. <laughs> And I know that's uh, in, in this day and age, it's not so much a thing anymore. Like working hard is like not the priority to many people, uh, which is fine. And I, I don't judge that. And I like to Netflix and chill as well. But I think that I started working early and I learned the value of money because I knew how hard I have to work for money. It helped me to push through hard times. I don't think that it is necessary to always work hard to have money and to have success, but I believe that it is necessary to go through hard times and not give up. And I think that's what I learned there. So of course, it's nice if everything goes smooth and you need that times uh, for sure. And always hustling is not like the answer to life, but also I think uh, many people give up too early sometimes if they have a little bit of a pushback. And I think uh, what I learned from my journey is to push through and not give up and say, no, uh, I'm going to do that. Thank you for sharing that. And that's, yeah, those are really, those are really good words to hear is just not give up, keep pushing through and 
Yeah, there are definitely going to be hard times. I mean, that's life, right? You go through your ups and downs, right? So it's just a natural progression of, of it. And I love how you also talked about, you know, learning the value of money. I think especially as women, we don't learn that early enough in life. So the more time that we can spend talking about it, understanding it, and making it a priority for us um, is also going to be a good one for all of us to learn. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, no, I, that was something I like, but I learned it so early. And also all my travels were like financed by myself. Like I could afford this uh, first LA trip, uh, my first language course, um, just because I started working so early because it was a few thousand uh, euro. That's a lot for like an 18 year old. You don't just normally have that on the side, but I knew I wanted to do that. And I had something I to work for and, um, also like pushing through like keep going and not quit <laughs> that was yeah I think that was very valuable for me in my early ages <laughs> nice okay and I'm going to move on to my final question now and ask you who inspires you yeah that is a little bit of a hard question for me because I don't really have big role models actually I just like do my thing but I really like Paris Hilton. <laughs> I love her marketing approach. I love how she built her empire. And this is really something I could look up to because like she's a woman also um, in hospitality, also like in many other industries, obviously, but how she um, did all her branding is very outstanding to me. And um, yeah, I think that was not easy. <laughs> no it cannot be easy indeed so thank you so much for sharing that and for sharing your story with us today yeah thank you for like giving me the opportunity to do that thank you so much for listening i hope you were as inspired as i was by that story please follow us here and on linkedin where i post videos of the recordings Stay tuned for many more stories of inspiring women in hospitality.